0: Who keeps Atlantis off the maps? Who keeps the Martians under wraps? We do. We do. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike
1: talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero
0: Slate!
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news.
0: We love TV movies and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, the
1: concept art has definitely been unleashed upon us, Mike. no kidding. It's everywhere. Uh, We're going to talk some Star Wars sequels later on in the show. All alright. Uh, batman loses another director ouch i'm seeing i'm feeling deja vu on that one to <laughs> be honest and more
0: so yeah this is a this is an extended weekend uh for me over here in southern california uh i will have a monday free so i feel like i have all of this uh extra time to just like indulge in my uh in my no responsibility so uh, I think I told you this yesterday but I thought I'd bring it up again cuz I talk about it on the show all the time about how I never have any like time or any sort of like drive to rewatch movies. So I decided yesterday to actually rewatch Civil War on Netflix. So mm. I thought that I thought that was a big deal. I mean like I hardly like I always see these movies pretty much like nearly hour one on like Thursday nights in the movie theaters, but like if I ever watch it for a second time, it's usually because I'm seeing it again in theaters during release, but like I just never get around to watching them again in my home. You know, so yesterday I was chilling on the couch, watching Civil War, and it was it was good it was a good it was good to revisit, you know, I didn't have the distractions of a movie theater to, to deal with. I could pause it whenever I wanted. I mean obviously I'm telling it everything everybody already knows about watching movies at home but i just wanted to report it and say it was a good time
1: it was a good time well uh in that regard i actually was able to revisit guardians of the galaxy last night uh, i thought my what we were I, I didn't want to rewatch the game show network yet again so my wife <laughs> i thought was putting on finding nemo but i'm like on she was doing it on some sort of channel i'm like we own this digitally, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, then don't put on the one with the commercials. <laughs> like, Let's find something else. So she actually put on Guardians instead, and uh, that was fun to to revisit that world with the sequel coming up so soon. Nice. And, and um, also, I, I we, we never talk about it, I guess, maybe a little bit, but there are new Pokemon in Pokemon Go, Mike. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I, I'm excited because the weather's nice here to go out and enjoy it.
0: I mean, I can't say for sure that I would still have the app if I had more room on my phone. But I have, like, the lowest storage iPhone 7 or, no, 6 or whatever iPhone I have. I don't even remember anymore. Uh, but, like, I'm always, like, boarding. I always, boarding around, only have, like, one gig free. So I was like, Pokemon, you got to go. I haven't opened the app in, like, weeks. And this was, like, sometime last year so. Yeah. I don't, I don't think new Pokemon is enough for me still to what? open it up. They, they're going to have to, like, drastically, like, change the way the game functions for me to, like, be curious enough to dip back in.
1: Yeah, I, there's definitely a lot of new stuff in it to like, you know, there's new evolution items you need and new berries and uh, new stuff. So it feels new and that that's good. But I mean, honestly, this is really just a cover up because I, uh, my car got rear ended on Friday. and I'm just trying to find some positive in this weekend. Like, <laughs> and, and there you are just shooting me down.
0: Oh, man, I think you're skimming over the most important part of the story was you were re- rear ended by a police officer, weren't you?
1: I was. It was definitely a police <laughs> officer uh, who who came up and got me from behind, if you will.
0: Uh, I don't know if that's good luck or bad luck. Did he? Did he like apologize for? it? Sorry, I, I shouldn't assume he's a man. It could have been a woman. But it was. Def- they- it was a
1: man, and he did apologize, and I mean, he he took responsibility <laughs> like a man, which was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he knew the phone number to the new all like the the city I live in police. Uh, or I, the city I was in—it's not the city I live in. The city I was in, police before I could even look it up on my phone. So I'm like, <laughs> "Well, that's that's a bonus here." So um, I, my car's still drivable. I I've got to drop it off in the morning, so I'm gonna be carless this week, and i have got to figure out how to do that in a city that doesn't pride itself on public transportation.
0: Yeah, yeah, down there in kind of like the 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 South slash Midwest, whatever kind of zone you occupy. Yeah, you pretty much need a car to get around. Yeah, so uh, we're, uh, I'll figure it out. I've got. I mean, like it could have been much
1: worse. Things could be worse, so I'm trying to find the little things to enjoy. Mike, like, well, I like tell Pokemon you, I go.
0: I tell you what, I will top you being rear-ended by a police officer. To, uh, we literally had a sinkhole out here in Los Angeles on Friday. <laughs> it was. I I don't I don't I know there was there was a lot of rain on Friday and we did have two people die from the rain which on the surface sounds funny because you're like oh Los Angeles can't handle a little rain literally people die but actually it was a lot of rain it was pretty windy and the city just doesn't necessarily have the infrastructure for all of that rain all at once just because i mean it's like an arid climate we don't really get a whole lot of water so we don't really plan for it i guess but the the sinkhole is can still be kind of funny cuz i don't believe anyone was killed via the sinkhole so um there's actually like some video of it which is pretty crazy to see so uh yeah so we got sinkholes out here just another thing i have to worry about like you know, i can be attacked by two cougars hiking Um, I could be, uh, basically killed in my car any day, either just being on the freeway or just like falling into a sinkhole. So, you know, I'm just adding that to the list. Oh, oh, and earthquakes, earthquakes too. And maybe even, uh, tsunamis. Uh, that's a possibility. Maybe, maybe at my office, but maybe not where, uh, maybe not where I live, but, uh, Southern California, sunny. (laughs) We got that going. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Go
1: go ahead and make some more stuff up there, Mike. we'll, (laughs) we'll, We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean. Other than that, actually, we've got a really big week of news here, and I'm really excited to kind of jump into it with you. Because I don't know if we've talked about any of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't. We've been a little radio silence. Well, usually yeah. we, we like we can get pretty excited. Like if we have a, a week's episode that's like full of trailers, we're going to run down all these trailers. This week is kind of different. We got a lot of like art we got to run down. So that'll be cool. So uh, definitely check out superhero site.com to look at the show notes for this episode because we'll have links to all the images or uh, watch uh, the podcast on YouTube because I believe Chris uh, throws in those, uh, those images when we talk about them. So...
1: Mm -hmm. mike doesn't know because he doesn't watch them but that's okay (laughs) i don't listen to our own show either well all i all
0: i know is uh the last i checked they were on there i just wasn't sure if you changed anything
1: yep nope still doing it still doing it same (laughs) one same ones go on facebook too so thank you guys who are listening on facebook to us today appreciate it so let's jump into this first off dr strange the digital release hit this week mike did you pick it up
0: uh, yep. no I, I didn't pick it up yet uh, I feel like I'm always waiting for like an iTunes bundle actually in re- in, in uh, being realistically I'm just waiting to like purchase an Apple TV so I can mm-hmm. access that iTunes library a little better but no I haven't picked it up okay
1: well it came out this week and uh, it's available and I know a couple people who did buy it digitally so it goes for them uh, what really boils down to is that this kicked off the rest of the concept art we're about to talk about mm-hmm. uh, because with this comes a, a look at more of Marvel's Phase Three, uh, which include the movies Thor: Ragnarok, Black Panther, uh, Infinity War, and more. So we're gonna we're gonna kick right into it. So uh, if you want to want to get Doctor Strange, you can go ahead and buy it. I'm waiting for my physical uh, steelbook copy with the um, I guess the Time Stone on it. So really excited to see that. First up and foremost, Thor: Ragnarok dropping later this year. Really excited for this movie. Uh, I've not got to see this section yet, but the new. Uh, the second part of Thor and his roommate Daryl, part two, is out. They came with Doctor Strange. I haven't got to watch the whole thing yet, but I did see a trailer and, or a clip of it, and it was hilarious.
0: Yeah, the the clip, I guess, slash trailer is out there in the world, so uh, go watch that. It seems to be it's going to be just as funny as the first one, so I'm kind of curious to see what other heroes they've had cameoed, because wasn't Mark Ruffalo, he was in the first one, right? Correct me if I am uh, wrong. Are there was somebody else in it? I know he was like getting ice cream with somebody or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember all the details, but there was someone else involved.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I, I have to go back and watch that, but I, I kind of now don't want to watch it until I have them both side by side to watch because, <laughs> like, if, I feel like it's just one big story. And Chris Hemsworth, once he flexes his his comedy chops, he he does pretty well. Uh, I think we talked about in our spoiler cast last year for Ghostbusters. He's one of the highlights of Ghostbusters.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: so definitely definitely enjoy that. So if you guys have seen it, let us know. Um, really excited. Next up we have uh, two pieces of concept art. I think this is taken from a scrolling video. Um, the first one is Hulk in his gladiator armor with a battle axe and a sword fighting Thor uh, uh-huh. in the uh, arena in a, a la Planet Hulk style.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we've we had reports for a long time that there was going to be kind of this gladiatorial battle between the two of them. We weren't really sure the context in which it was going to p- take place, but uh, I have a feeling uh, in the background there, just around like Hulk's brow, that's probably Jeff Goldblum uh, in, in the tiny fleck back there, but... This is a pretty cool. Like uh, after watching Civil War yesterday, re- revisiting it, you know, seeing the heroes fight is always really fun. Just because you're invested in like both sides of the battle, you know, you don't really care too much about the villains in the Marvel universe. So uh, I think this will be really, really fun. I, I don't know if uh, if Hulk is going to be mind controlled or if they're going to somehow manipulate him to fight. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, but I, I, as, as long as it makes somewhat sense, I think I'll be distracted when they start throwing down because it looks like it's going to be pretty serious because uh, I believe what they're described both as uh, megaton nukes.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. Definitely by far. And, I mean, uh, there's some sort of purple hue to this. I don't know if it has any effect or if it's just added in there for, you know, spacey <laughs> feel in this, you know, concept art. Uh, but uh, definitely, I mean, it's definitely got the Gladiator-style arena. Uh, and I, I can't wait to see them come to blows yet again in, in, a, in a humorous way. Because when they fought on the helicarrier in the first Avengers, that's pretty good. That's a pretty <coughs> good feeling. So now I want to oh, see them yeah. go full power at each other uh, in this no-holds-barred arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up we have a pre-visualization of Hulk with some of his weapons. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is some pre viz
1: for sure. Um, definitely looks like, you know, uh, Xbox One. Or not Xbox <laughs> One, but the first Xbox-era video game. Uh, the Hulk's coming out of into the arena from from a thing, shoulder pads, helmet, uh, big old hammer, Mm -hmm. and it looks to be a double bladed battle axe, and uh, just showing some of the work they're doing there on the previs
0: yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty awesome. I mean, this is just kind of getting you hyped up for the battle. I'm, I'm kind of starting to wonder maybe where this battle takes place within the movie. Like, um, uh, is it going to be kind of like right there in the middle? Are they going to kind of place it maybe between the, the second and third acts of the movie? Just wondering how much buildup we're going to have until we see them like really throw down. Because I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to end up teaming up, you know, fighting.
1: Right. And and that's what we want to see as well. Got to see a little battle, then we got to see them team up. Mm-hmm. Because whoever they're teaming up against, do I feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. It's, going, it's going to be rough. And lastly, in this concept art realm, as probably my favorite bit of the art that comes out here, and we get a full look at the villainous Hela played by Kate Blanchett in the upcoming film mm-hmm. in uh, against Loki and Thor, and it looks like they've both kind of been played by her. Uh, and I think she looks awesome. I think this is a uh, great design,
0: yeah, and I think um when you look at this, you can see that she's it seems to be like an alleyway in New York, so it seems like she is on earth so I don't know if her abilities make it pretty simple for her to get to earth because we've seen you know it's not as as easy to get from asgard down there so i don't know maybe she's just kind of like omnipresent in the the cinematic universe or what the deal is but we know at some point in the movie they're down there looking for doctor strange so maybe th- that's kind of where this gets uh roped in
1: yeah that and well i mean they're all on earth looking for odin so if they do find him and she shows up and tries to kill him i could definitely see that you know being an issue. Uh-huh. Uh, so, definitely, I think this is a great design. I can't wait to see it in action in a live-action trailer. Uh, I, I don't know... Again, we're wrong when we try to predict trailers. I don't know when we're going to get one, but it looks cool. Because the next last bit of art from Thor Ragnarok... I guess it's not art, so that's a green screen image. has me asking a lot of the questions, and that's <laughs> Thor... Uh, punching a a zombie I I think our link's broken here uh, but I I sent you a, a photoshop version I made the other day of it
0: Oh uh, well, yeah. I, the link's working for me, and I can okay. see it in, in its full glory. There's just a whole. There's a whole lot to look at here, because uh, first of all, uh, the zombie does kind of resemble the look of the zombie from the cover of uh, uh, Marvel vs Zombies. So uh, I think that's probably just more of like a nod to it. But since we're kind of looking at the Living Dead here, you know, we just looked at Hela. It makes me think that Hela, you know, brings the dead back to life, maybe to fight Thor. But I think the hammer is more indicative of maybe when this might take place during the movie. If Thor maybe gets his hammer lost throughout the movie, uh, maybe this is the very beginning. Maybe this is like the opening of the movie, just him like uh, killing a bunch of zombies or something like that. That could be really cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, to me, um, I, I instantly thought of, again, not Marvel zombies. That was more of a joke, but uh, again, Hella having, you know, the, the realm of the dead, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, he, there's some sort of. I guess he's distracted going there for some reason, and gets enveloped into this trap of sorts because he doesn't have his uh, armored arms on either. Like his, mm-hmm. like the last image shows, he has armored uh,
0: sleeves. He seems uh, pretty cash. Like he's uh, he's walking back from the bar after getting some grog. He wants to go take a nap, and then all of a sudden he runs across a zombie.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the the zombie's like, "Give me your wallet, bro!" And he's like, "No." <laughs> so, uh, definitely, it's green screen image, definitely way out of context, oh, and I, I want to know more. Thor Ragnarok has my interest peaked all day long, because, uh-huh. and and this concept art and images just, just go to go to show it here, so. Uh-huh. Uh, anything else you want to add on that one?
0: No, I mean, uh, usually the, the, like, usually we're bad at defining times when we get trailers, but usually the flow of information is like, you know, we, got, we get like a, a title announcement, we start to get some casting information. We get, the, we get the concept art, and then you kind of get the first official poster. I think once that poster drops, we're less than a week away from mm-hmm. the trailer. So keep your eye out for any sort of poster news because that's really going to dial you in to when we're going to get that first trailer.
1: Yeah, and earlier I was talking to uh, my friend Brian about this year. Is This year is – every other year is um, D23 from uh-huh. Disney, and this year D23 is the week before San Diego Comic-Con. So uh, some of the things, you know, I kind of theorized would be a uh, Thor Ragnarok full trailer Um, Mm -hmm. in in the middle of July kind of because, I mean, that's right after Spider-Man got a hype for the next Marvel movie and thor ragnarok would definitely be the one i think well
0: what would be great is if we did have the trailer before comic-con then on the floor at comic-con usually all of the big studios like showing off costumes and stuff like that it'd be great if we could kind of see uh the costumes from the film at the floor at comic-con that would be cool because i'm sure there's going to be lots of like accessories Uh, like i imagine like that giant battle axe is going to be like within a glass case maybe on the floor that would be really really rad
1: well, yeah. Last year they had the 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 Gladi- Hulk's gladiator armor and stuff mm-hmm. there, so yeah, definitely. And that's even if Marvel goes to San Diego Comic Con, we always say they won't, but they they probably will. They'll they'll do both. Yeah, they'll do both. Yeah, they got money.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean the booths. The booths are pretty much always there. It's just whether they're going to have a panel or not. So crossing my fingers that I'll get a that I'll snag a badge for this year, and I'll let you guys know what I see.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, right around the corner from that though is Black Panther next February, actually. So. Our wait time between Thor and Black Panther is even less than between Spider-Man and Thor, and we have this new concept art gallery that came along uh, with Doctor Strange showing Wakanda, Black Panther, and more.
0: Uh huh. So it's really cool.
1: Is I think some of this is like the most visually interesting stuff here. Um, Some of this, you know, Black Panther is like kind of like technological aspects mixed in with like nature.
0: Uh, yeah, and there's kind of like this mystic aspect to it too, like an old ancient culture wrapped in.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. So like the first couple look like he's in like some sort of overgrown tomb or like uh, uh, ruins of, of mm-hmm. some sort of civilization. I believe the blue is maybe where the um, vibranium mines are, and that's we get to see some vibranium and water coming off the vibranium mines. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's really got me is this one of like the last three are big city scapes. Uh But there seems to be some like poverty stricken zones up front here surrounded by glass boxes, maybe?
0: It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's is that to like preserve what their past used to look like because the the cool thing about Wakanda is like when you think of like a like a small a small area in Africa, usually you don't think metropolitan. You think like, you know, villages, huts and stuff like that just because of uh just the the nature of just like the way Africa has been portrayed in like movies like for decades and decades. So maybe uh, this is kind of like almost like a museum for what Wakanda used to look like, and now like we they're like super advanced and hyper technological, but they're always so cut off from the world. No one really knows what's going on. So maybe they're starting to let tourists in to kind of see what's going on, but. On the, on the on a few episodes back when we were talking about Black Panther getting hyped for it, I'm not exactly sure what the segment was we were talking about, but I said the number one thing I wanted to see in this movie was um, just a really interesting and in depth Wakanda, just because I, I I really want the whole movie to take place there, so it's got to be really interesting. So from this concept art, man, it looks really freaking cool. So yeah. <laughs> like like that that tomb looks really bizarre. I um I. Re- I'm I'm really curious how this movie is going to kind of take the, the, the mystical aspects of it just because uh, it's still kind of unsaid what exactly um, uh, Chadwick Boseman had in that ring he was wearing. I don't know if it was some sort of magic or some sort of vibranium magnet, but he had some control over Bucky's vibranium arm. So, his, his arm,
1: his arm's not vibranium. Bucky's. Not. Oh
0: well, there you go. I don't yeah. know if it's just power over metal, or if it was a mystical part of the Black Panther himself, and the, the power transfers with the ring. But I, I want to know more about this mystical aspect of it because I can believe this super advanced society can build a vibranium cat suit that's really powerful and makes him run and jump and can survive bullets. You know, because that's all kind of you know in the realm of science. But I want to know the mystic parts of Wakanda. So I definitely think we're gonna get that with this movie. Exactly.
1: And my theory, and, and I will I will talk this up all day if I ever have the chance to, is that the vibranium is actually the soul stone, and it was a meteor that crashed to Earth. And when the soul stone hit, that mysterious vibranium has been created from that soul stone crash in that meteor.
0: And or maybe the vibranium surrounds the soul stone or something like that. And yeah. The vibranium has been... Because, I mean, if they've been mining this for, like, decades or, or like, just... Like supporting the whole country off of mining it, I think it's got to be more than just maybe one meteor. But I like the, I kind of like that idea of like the the vibranium kind of taking some power, maybe the the closer they dig to the stone, the more powerful the vibranium gets, or something like that.
1: Yeah. So, well, the thing is with Black Panther, he has the ability to commune with all the old Black Panthers, like all the everyone who's ever been a Black Panther. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, if the souls of the old Black Panthers are are captured by this vibranium it kind of, that's been connected to the soul stone uh-huh. i think it all ties in together into the mythos and would you know as marvel likes to say keep it all connected yeah um, I, I think that's a
0: solid theory
1: yeah definitely i'm, I'm excited i mean this is this is a hell of a way to kick off 2018 next february oh, yeah with, with black panther so um i'm definitely looking forward to that i just want to say the last picture is probably one of the coolest ones that shows the big cityscape there seems to be some little bird or creature flying above the uh, the big tower in the middle
0: there, mm-hmm. and
1: in the back, I guess the le- the back left a third of the way across. That looks like a, t- a tower in Chicago.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it does kind of look that with that uh that kind of diamond top. Uh, yeah, that, but yeah, this looks really cool. Uh, man, I just want to go to this world so bad. Maybe maybe we can get Disney to open up a world
1: of Wakanda. At one of their parks, rather than yeah.
0: Avatar Land. <laughs> yeah, scrap Pandora.
1: Let's go to Wakanda. Exactly. I'd I'd go. I'd go. Uh, the last bit of news for Black Panther is the only other um, black superhero in the Marvel universe, uh, Nick Fury, is not in Black Panther.
0: Uh, uh, what about Falcon Man? He's well, a superhero.
1: Well, at, I, you know, you're right. This is from, this is <laughs> actually what Samuel Jackson said in his interview. He's oh. like, he's like, he goes, he went to Marvel. And he's like, why, why am I not in this movie? And they're like, you're you're not in this one, dude. Uh, <laughs> however, that ties us into our next topic. Captain Marvel. He may appear up in Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, so Samuel Jackson will most likely show up in Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel has a military background, uh-huh. and and Samuel Jackson kind of, I guess, resurfacing at the end of Age of Ultron. I I don't know what that means. And Shield is now a thing again in the show. I I don't know how he's gonna show up, but if he does, so be it. Um, Chances are he'll be in Infinity War, but if he shows up again in the solo movie, it'll definitely be uh, Captain Marvel, that's what he said.
0: Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen him in a bit.
1: Yep. Uh, also, uh, I don't know where to put this, but actress, uh, I believe it's Raja Ilya, uh, she's Malaysian, uh, she said in, in a press junket for a movie she's doing, as Malaysian, I don't remember the title, that she has been cast in a Marvel Cinematic Movie, and in... we flying to the United States in about six months from this past weekend to train with uh, Yayan Ruhian. Probably butchered that as well. Uh, He did the martial arts stuff for the Raid in Uh uh, The Force Awakens. I think he's an actor in those as well. Uh And this time frame points to her maybe filming for Captain Marvel or Ant-Man and the Wasp. She she could probably pull off the wife, probably not the mother of... Um, the Wasp, but definitely a villain-esque character. I don't think she's going to be Captain Marvel, but uh, definitely pull off a villain character mm-hmm. in these other two movies that are going on. That, that would be cool. About six months, May- you know?
0: Maybe we can get a, a badass villain that we actually like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, definitely could be. Um, I So I just kind of want to point that out, um, that she said that. I didn't know where to put it, cause, but I didn't know which movie she's going to be in. Everyone's like, oh, Captain Marvel. I'm like, yeah, but we know ant-man and the wasp is filming this summer so Mm -hmm. you could definitely line up with that one just as well so oh well guardians of the galaxy volume 2 i have been collecting the pop vinyls for these already mike i have (laughs) i have most of them trust me i believe you (laughs) they good good i I was gonna have to send pics uh (laughs) they had a new tv spot this past week and i I don't want you to watch it because i'm respectful of of your Want to go in raw, kind of, kind of blind.
0: <laughs> I love going in raw, man. Exactly,
1: that's what I was going for. Uh, but apparently, it had a new song in the trailer. And but uh-huh. um, James has also gone record this week, saying not every commercial song will be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I figured that was a, a fair warning from him. That yeah, not I think every that, song we hear I, is going to be there.
0: I think that's a good warning. I mean, that soundtrack is almost just as uh, famous as the movie is now. So I feel like uh, there's going to be lots of specula- speculation, probably a lot of fan playlists on Spotify already for volume two. So I'll wait until the official track list, then I'll start listening.
1: And then we'll make our own Spotify playlist like we did <laughs> yeah. last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, listened to, I listened to that straight for like two weeks before that movie came out, man. We, oh, yeah. We, it's a we great way
0: to get it. yourself hype.
1: It is, and that's a good. It's a good music, good uh-huh. music all around. Uh, new York Toy Fairs this weekend, and Spider-Man Homecoming has definitely uh, gotten some new stuff. Not only are the pop vinyls released, uh, um, but we have our first <laughs> look at the Shocker through some concept art there for maybe even box art for upcoming here. So this is a. Yeah. I don't yeah, know I'm, if this is I'm, a toy version <laughs> or if it is final version. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely leaning uh, uh, like maybe box concept art. Because it seems a little bit more uh, blocky and kind Mm -hmm. of childish, maybe for toys. Not, like, critiquing the art or anything here, but... uh Uh, I don't think that's exactly how the Shocker is going to end up looking on screen, you know. Uh, I I believe that the Shocker would have some sort of uh, mechanical industrial gloves for Shocking, because that makes sense, so that might look about right. But the yellows and the orange seemed a little too bright. It almost kind of looks like maybe uh, the Shocker was some sort of, like, um, industrial worker maybe in New York, because that kind of looks like one of those, like, orange reflective vests like a road crew might wear. So maybe that's where... That zips in like maybe i i don't remember the exact origins of the um the shocker in the marvel universe but it, i don't know if he was like an electrician or something like that but uh, i'm not digging what i'm seeing right here but i'm just hoping it doesn't end up looking like this on screen
1: yeah i mean the, i think the colors are a little off but i mean um i think that the gauntlets are about right from what we've seen on behind the set photos as well as some of the yellow and the goggles Uh, but my theory is if the Tinkerer is playing a big thorn in the side of Iron Man and Peter Parker, you know, he's going to be giving the best technology more and more to the characters. Now, my concern here is the Shocker actually doesn't use electricity. He does shock waves. Mm -hmm. Um, and this shows definitely electricity coming off his gauntlets, so... I believe whoever drew this may have also been very confused <laughs> from the name of, of the character they were drawing.
0: Well, it's funny because the last time I thought about the Shocker, like he even popped in my head, was when I was watching Spider-Man back in the 90s. And uh, I swear, like I, I thought he had electric powers back in that show too. I, maybe he didn't. I don't know. It's a it's a weird name to give the character Shocker and then he's more of like shocking the ground necessarily mm-hmm. not really shocking but like but anyway I don't know I'm, I'm excited to see uh, the Tinker kind of come into the MCU because I think he could be a catalyst for a lot of uh, a lot of carnage
1: exactly a lot of street level carnage at that um, not even mm-hmm. you know large set um, but yeah so um, the Shocker has shockwaves and and Electro's the electric villain uh, and, and that's how we'll have to remember them from now on going forward mm-hmm. <laughs> so there, there's that for Spider-Man really excited uh, hopefully get a new trailer in the next couple of weeks Um, Maybe before Comic-Con season kicks off uh, in Mm -hmm. in April. Infinity War gave us some images this week as well. Another look at the production logo on set. I I believe this is one of the quote-unquote director chairs.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's some nice embroidering. I think I like a little piece of that. Yeah, I I definitely do. Um, So
1: one of the things people noticed um, that is, is called Infinity War, the word Avengers is not there, but I figured the logo implies Avengers, Infinity Uh War. Um, But for the common folk, they may not know Guardians of the Galaxy are related to the Avengers and may not show up, so this may just be a shorter word to say. I have no idea, Uh, but I I want this chair. I want this chair, Mike. I want to sit in it and
0: Well, I mean, just out of pure curiosity, while we were talking about this, I thought, how cool would it be to own one of these chairs? (laughs) So I I did a quick eBay search for Onset Chair Avengers, and I have seen nothing. So maybe I just don't know how to search for this type of chair, but I'd be curious how much it would be to maybe own, like, uh, I don't know if you could necessarily nail down the whole chair itself, but at least that back fabric part. I'm sure you could um, maybe find somewhere on eBay and then just go out and buy the chair and slide it on there. But well, that would yeah. be a cool piece of memorabilia.
1: I, I think so, too. I mean, I think that's a very nice piece of memorabilia. You know, it's not like you don't need set props. But like, oh, I've got an actual chair they use on the set of the Avengers. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, chances are they're probably just tossing these and getting new ones for the next person. Uh, but I think, you know, my wife has, an, has a friend who has an embroidery machine. And I've I've played with it a little bit, helping her set it up, and I think this is doable. I think this is doable, Mike. I'll I don't know. The, I'll look you into know, this for
0: us. Let me know. I'll so open can, an Etsy uh,
1: store, and then that's when you'll know.
0: Yeah, we want to get our uh, awesome chairs going.
1: Mm-hmm. Also,
0: after um that big
1: video on Infinity War debuted last week, Jim Starlin, the creator of Thanos, Drax, and Gamora says he wants in on some of this marvel money and then you know a cameo in the movie i'm like yeah, yeah buddy you're you're no stan lee that's for sure but um i mean if he wants to be in i guess he could be in the background in a scene that wouldn't hurt him to to be there maybe yeah
0: i mean uh he's uh he's uh he's a cool guy so maybe they'll throw him in the movie
1: yeah i don't know if he's a cool guy but he is a guy so. well i'm
0: just assuming if he uh, if he created these characters he's cool
1: yeah, yeah, he he definitely created the older versions of them, not the ones we know and love today. Uh, lastly, uh, a new image from the directors of Infinity War, the Russo brothers, have showed them watching a monitor, a feedback monitor, with actress Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the people were like, oh, does she have a part? Why is she here? Well, I did some research into it. Apparently, Stranger Things is felt two is filming down the road. Pinewood Studios. Well, I have a
0: feeling Millie Bobby Brown could literally walk into any studio in Hollywood just because, like, she's never going to be as huge as she is right now. Maybe if Stranger Things 2 ends up being better than the first season, it could be a little uh, bigger, but I have a feeling just like she's like probably like a really cool kid. People always love hanging out with like cool kids, so she probably just like walks in on everybody's set and just like, oh, hi, I'm Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. You might not recognize me with my hair, but can I sit down and watch your feedback monitors? They're like, yeah, let's do
1: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that also leads me into say I've watched the first episode of Stranger Things today, Mike. Fine. I, I watched the first episode <laughs> uh, this morning uh, while I was eating breakfast. So uh, definitely, definitely started it. There's only seven more to go. Yeah,
0: and you don't have a whole lot to go. I know, and
1: uh, this is not a, a news topic, but Shield is taking a, a, a like a couple weeks hiatus after this next week to prepare for like the final run. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, It'll definitely fill in my shield time there, so so there we well, go. Well,
0: good. I'm 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 happy.
1: There, there. I know. Finally, everybody, Chris is watching Stranger Things. You stop <laughs> sending me hate mail, saying watch it. I'll get there. Man, I'm just Let's worried
0: at, at at this point in time it might be too overhyped for you. So I, yeah. I mean, I just I hope you have a good experience with it.
1: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pretend I hate it every second and see how how pleased
0: <laughs> I am. Just have a sour face on the whole time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but exactly, that's what I'm going to do So, there we go The Defenders, the, the TV show from Netflix Coming up later this year uh, The team apparently is taking the subway And a couple new shots Yes, um,
0: I love I love this photo
1: <laughs> Yeah, so there's a bunch, there's several of them from the series Of uh, Luke Cage Jessica Jones and uh, Daredevil riding on a subway train As they traverse around the city
0: Yeah, so, I'm kind of curious how Matt Murdock Got that NYPD shirt <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a good. That's definitely a good question. Maybe, maybe it's his undercover attire. He doesn't know what he's wearing. He's blind, buddy. Like, what are you, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah. I
0: guess that's true.
1: But uh, Luke Cage has his uh, hoodie with the yellow interior on there mm-hmm. going on.
0: rocking his Carhartt jacket. Uh, exactly. Just because in the classic scarf, and uh, I guess Matt maybe he's putting on some new clothes, but like you said, he can't see him, so yeah. he thinks he's wearing the same thing he always wears.
1: Exactly. Like this shirt feels like normal. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it um also uh, not to not to bring up pop vinyls once again but i got finally a jessica (laughs) jones one they finally came out so all right if anyone likes jessica jones my wife really liked jessica jones i know there are other people out there who like that show so if you want to add that to your collection go ahead and do so uh Uh, cloak and dagger we get our first look at the actors i forget their names because it was pretty generic aubrey something i don't know her name it's His all right name.
0: these these uh these kind of uh kid actors are kind of out of our generation so there's no reason we should know them so
1: yeah so uh one of the uh I, people have snapped themselves the cloak and dagger probably doing table reads and getting ready for the the show to start filming um they also added six other adult actors um i th- i believe no the other show, The Runaways, added the appearance of most of them, and I didn't see one that stood out too well. So, but these 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 other shows, these peripheral shows, is what I'm going to call them for Marvel, are shaping up, and and they're going to be here before we know it. So, if something large hits, we'll cover it. So that's that's for sure. That's right. It, Inhumans, I found out, is actually filming in a Owa- a new Oahu. Hawaii, Marvel Studios location. They're, they're building a Marvel Studios location <laughs> Ooh, in Hawaii.
0: Man, that's... Oh, man, I hope it's, like, permanent, because that'll just give me something... I hope they do, like, some sort of onset visits, because I already really want to go on vacation over there. So that just gives me another reason <laughs> to...
1: Exactly, and I'm, I'm totally on board with that, because uh, Oahu's a great place, a uh, nice thing. And you know what? I think you may have something... About the future of Marvel filming there, because the sub a a character um, called Submariner has been rumored mm-hmm. to be joining the Inhumans production. The Submariner, as you may know, is Namor. The mm-hmm. character Namor, and he was actually very crucial in the Inhumans Volume Two run from the nineties that I, I'm very fond of. So you can read that. And yeah, find I mean, him there's,
0: there. I mean, there's a lot that you can kind of uh, take away with that. So first it kind of makes sense that you might have to make a whole studio kind of based on the water just because it, they always talk about in Hollywood how expensive it is to film like with water underwater water involved anywhere you know just go look at the budget for water world you know that'll go, that'll show you i'm sure cg and computer effects have, have helped but i think you know it's kind of hard to replicate you know all of those fluid simulations and whatever you need to do over there so uh or maybe it just there's an executive that really just wanted to live in hawaii so they're like hey we got plenty of fucking money let's just build a studio in hawaii but um I think that's cool. I like that idea. Uh, Maybe they're kind of gearing up, ready to tackle uh, maybe the... The popularity that might come with Aquaman, mm-hmm. just because like we're going to talk a little bit more about DC later in the show here, and uh, it's still on kind of shaky ground. But I mean, everybody loves Jason Momoa; he's been proven himself. So maybe, maybe Marvel thinks uh, this kind of a uh, underwater superhero is something that hasn't really been mined yet. So uh, maybe they're kind of doubling down on the water. Uh, but also, this is kind of cool that if they could get. I don't know if they currently have the rights to Namor, but I know it was kind of tied up for a while. Uh, wasn't it with Fox because he was originally in Fantastic Four?
1: Well, So Namor was actually one of the first two characters Marvel ever created. It was the Mariner and the original human robotic Human Torch. So mm-hmm. I don't know where his rights fall under, but I believe it was Universal. Uh, he was actually not tied in with Fantastic Four. Um, hmm. it was actually a separate he's actually a separate entity he has ties with the fantastic four he has ties with being mutants as well uh so it's definitely um he's it definitely seems like, all over the place
0: yeah it seems like they would either uh make him his own kind of underwater race maybe kind of uh kind of like what they're doing with wakanda or maybe they would say he was an inhuman i'm not really sure i mean they did do that i mean i will still stand by the idea of the inhuman stuff being turned into fish oil in Agents of Shield to be one of the most absurd ideas I've ever heard of in the in technically the Marvel universe. Uh but I guess that would kind of tie in with Namor a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so well also at the same time there's a
1: character in humans called Triton who is a fish man kinda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it could definitely be just a confusion with Triton and like a, a really bad naming system. Uh but I believe Marvel actually do own the rights to Namor back now from Universal.
0: That would be cool. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Triton, but I do kind of like how Namor is not necessarily a good guy or if he is. Sometimes he's like just a total dick. He's just a guy that's kind of all over, you know, the map. And that I we kind of need more of those people in the MCU, so I kind of want just like a selfish guy that just doesn't really care.
1: Well, I, there's a, a big call for having like royalty and like these un, un, you know, unfounded kingdoms that we don't know about. Because mm-hmm. so far we're just dealing with like you know regular democracies and humans and empowered people. So having these like returned like kings like King Black Bolt and King Namor and so on and so forth is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that does bring me to. Namor the the movie Submariner is on a production schedule this is from the same people who broke the um, X-Men Supernova movie was filming Uh. very soon and honestly we know um, the author John Ridley who wrote 12 Years a Slave and and won an Oscar for it um, has been working with Marvel since at least 2015 I think 2015 on a mysterious Marvel TV project and what if Submariner slash Namor is that project And it's finally coming to fruition.
0: I mean, I would like that. I like this idea. Um, I say it on the show all the time, but I love getting, like, kind of new expanded ideas of the MCU. Uh, Just because everything's been plotted out for years now And we kind of know where everything's going So yeah, I would really like that I'm really curious what's on the other side Of that second Untitled Avengers movie Or you know, part two of Infinity War Whatever it ends up being Because that's just a whole new phase of the universe I don't know if they're just going to try to soft reboot things Or if they're just going to try to Just drastically change the world So uh, these heroes can just like Openly play out in the world I I don't know, I'm excited So if Namor's on the other side I can I can get excited for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, we are I, I to me Aquaman has the biggest potential of any upcoming DC property, mm-hmm. um, solo property, and you know why not join in on that for a little bit? So so see how that works out for you, Marvel. That's for sure. Star Wars, Mike. The Last Jedi news. Ooh, yes. It's not footage. It's not footage, guys. Everybody, Ooh, they're
0: excited. Still it's, excited. <laughs> it's
1: not time for the battle call. But we got to first look at Poe, uh, Ray, and Finn on the upcoming product boxes for Star Wars toys, I guess. And uh-huh. the upcoming Force Friday 2, which is later this year uh, when all, they release all these pr- Star Wars toys on Fridays. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, here's our first look. I guess the biggest thing to take away from is uh, <laughs> Finn is still rain- wearing Poe's jacket. A bromance <laughs> going on. Uh, Poe is still piloting... You know, uh, Starfighters, X-Wings. But Ray has her hair down. Mm-hmm. So um, I, that's really all about it. has got a white box this year, which I think is cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, Ray's definitely going to be um, jumping into what it, what it truly means to be a Jedi, which that'll be kind of cool because we haven't really heard a whole lot about what's it spiritually like to be a Jedi in a long time. I mean, in the prequels, it was more about the rules of being the Jedi and all these things scientific reasons of like metachlorians uh, and, you know, they don't really talk a whole lot about the Force and being a Jedi in the original trilogy just because it's just kind of a thing that's there and, and you you know, you just kind of, like, try to bring it into your life. But, you know, maybe this will be kind of more of a, her spiritual journey. I still really want them to go to a Jedi temple. I think that would be really, really cool. So hopefully uh, mm. Luke takes her there and, I don't know, maybe she sees, like, a hieroglyph on the wall and be like, yeah, maybe I should put my hair down like that person too. Uh, but this is, this is kind of cool that, you know, we're starting to see things um, – While we were introducing this topic, I did some more quick typing research to see when we might get a trailer because, I mean, this movie's at the end of the year. I mean, we haven't seen footage yet, just like we haven't seen footage for Ragnarok yet, so one of these trailers popping up. So, the first thing you think in your head of is, when did the first trailer drop for The Force Awakens? April. Uh, So, you you go look at that, well, for The Force Awakens, it was back in, like, November, because that was, like, the first teaser trailer in 2014. Like, that was early. So, that's, but that's kind of, like, out of bounds, you know, this was Star Wars coming back (laughs) for the very first time, so you can't really take that date to be truth, and plus, we've that already, that would have been a couple months ago so maybe the closest analog will be the first trailer for Rogue One because these new movies come out at the same time in December or so uh, the first trailer for Rogue One was at the beginning of April last year, so uh, we, might, we might still be maybe like 8 weeks, uh, 6 weeks out before we finally get a trailer for The Last Jedi, so I don't know if there's anything between now and the beginning of April that kind of signifies maybe a debut for The Last Jedi, but The only thing i could think of is maybe a trailer before the oscars i mean i I, that's the only kind of event i can think of i don't know what do you think
1: yeah i mean i'm i'm guessing um april as well Mm -hmm. um it just makes sense disney's got a lot on their plate this week so or this year so we'll have to definitely see how that that pans out Mm -hmm. uh so i i'm I'm banking april honestly let's
0: let's cross our fingers because once uh once we get that footage we all know i'm gonna be really excited
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, um, I, I'm definitely on board with that for sure. So uh, we gotta keep that in mind and and not try to guess anything because I think we'll just shoot ourselves in the foot. <laughs> uh, but it would be cool to see it right before Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, one space adventure pre leading another one.
0: But yeah, I, remember, well, I think we'll get that regardless because that's you know that's in May.
1: Well, I definitely remember the it was in April of 2015 when the line Chewy, We're Home came out because we included that on our comic UI flyers at, a, uh-huh. at c2e2 so and it was like the week before so it felt really timely it was nice uh-huh. also the foreign titles for the last jedi have come out and suggest a plural form of jedi in the use of their words since in english we're, we're kind of weird and, yeah but so. i mean i kind
0: of i mean i kind of figured i mean I, I didn't think that they were gonna kill off luke and uh i think the whole th- part i think the whole reason of the force awakens is to kind of bring back the jedi in some aspects so i wasn't expecting them to get killed off all the way so uh, i think maybe they'll be like oh this is these are the last jedi that are left and maybe they're maybe the, maybe at the end of the movie they'll get a beat that there's more jedi out in the world and they got to go find them and round them up maybe it's going to be like a recruiting uh movie or something like that for the last one but uh i don't know I, i'm not surprised that it's plural
1: yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, I think it just kind of confirms, uh, I, I guess, the long by long, I mean, a couple weeks fan theory that uh-huh. you know it was plural. So um, yeah, so just throwing that out there as well. Uh, with that, uh, Star Wars on the whole, got a little bit of news here: the fate of Jar Jar Binks has been revealed in a, a novel that comes out next week.
0: <laughs> oh no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see what this is because I heard a little bit about this. I didn't. I didn't look into it, but basically, it was like this destroys everything. That we like about Jar Jar because the only thing we like about him is hating him. So I guess they gave him some sort of tragic ending or backstory to where we don't feel like we can hate him anymore. I don't know.
1: Well, he has essentially become a sad street performing clown um, (laughs) uh, out
0: out on the – in Naboo, I believe. So – man he was just a bumbling idiot and then he was like in the senate, senate and, and now and he's it, on the streets
1: and a lot of people i think i think i think the what i said they blame him for the empire taking over so <laughs> um there we go that's it all and right also, also rogue one is getting a novel sequel called inferno squad um oh because of the how the empire essentially you know they got their asses spanked by the rogues mm-hmm. getting the death star plans out they create this thing called the inferno squad and in the Inferno Squad is to track down the remnants of Saw Guerreras, uh, you know, um, I guess gorillas and mm-hmm. infiltrate them and, and destroy them before they do anything else to
0: the Empire. So, well, there you go. You got some light, some some light fun reading to do in the Star Wars universe.
1: A lot, of, a lot of it it sounds like. So, <laughs> uh, we did not talk about Legion last week, but we finally have both seen the first episode of Legion. I've not caught up on the second one just yet uh, with the busy mm-hmm. week. But first episode impressions, Mike, I, I think I talked about mine a little bit last week. Let me hear yours. Tell me what you thought of Legion when you finally got to watch it.
0: Uh, well, first of all, this this show looks beautiful. I didn't look into exactly who's shooting it, it, but it did kind of remind me of back in the day when you would watch Breaking Bad and you'd see all these really ingenious like camera angles and setups and cuts and stuff like that. You're getting all of that in this uh, Legion show, which goes to show you when you're putting kind of like a, like a drama on FX experience, I mean, they're like a really high end network, you know, so you don't have to worry about the quality when you put a show on that network. So everything looked amazing, really creative. Um, the, the show in general is really intriguing. Uh, 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 my, my wife didn't 100% know that it was an X-Men TV show because they kind of almost bury the lead a little bit and they don't drop the word mutant uh, uh, until about maybe halfway through the episode so I was like I, I know I've, to, I've told my wife about the show in the past I was like oh Legion they're making an X-Men show but you know when we started watching it I think just all of that just didn't connect so it was kind of cool uh, like kind of trying to imagine watching it and under her eyes not knowing it was a, a mutant show because you really don't know and it's kind of a cool reveal at the very end when everything goes down. So that is pretty fun. Um, I believe that I haven't checked the runtime of episode two, but I think this was an extended, uh, episode as a premiere. I think it's about an hour and seven minutes long. So, uh, I guess kind of, uh, get it, get ready for the long haul. It seemed a little long. I felt like maybe for a premiere, uh they probably could have cut this down um just because it it moves a little slow but it is intriguing enough to kind of keep you in there but i felt like it could have been a little bit more tight and a little bit more exciting if they kind of made a normal like 40 you know 47 minute runtime uh but it it was it was fun it was exciting uh uh me and my wife are both uh, looking forward to watching episode two so i think fx got something here
1: yeah, I, I do too. I'm really excited to see episode two. I think it's ten episodes, eight or ten, um, and um, it's just visually amazing for a TV show to pull this off and you know try to be bold and tell this story in a way that, or tell a TV show in a way that I've never seen told before. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very non-linear and very, very um, bold to do. I, I guess the best word I can use is bold to to do that uh, for this for the show. And I, I'm really excited to see more of it and. Hopefully, uh, it's the second season. And we're actually going to talk more about the, the main actor, Dan Stevens, here in a little bit. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely, I'm, I'm excited. I like the cast. I enjoy Aubrey Plaza as, um I forget her name in there. I want to say it's Sid, but it's not Sid.
0: Uh, yeah, that's all right. I don't remember. The other, the other
1: person, the other girl is Sid. So I definitely enjoyed it. And seeing people with powers is also awesome as well mm-hmm. uh, in there. So yeah, check it out. Uh, if not, you can wait till the full season's out and check it out then. Speaking of X-Men Logan, the first reviews are out.
0: So stay away from them. Don't read the <laughs> mic. I've been doing I've been doing my best. Uh, unfortunately, I've scrolled across a couple of tweets of some people's impressions. Luckily, they weren't I would say reviews. I didn't see any sort of a gauge or meter of stars or percentages. So lucky I've stayed away from that, but just a few like adjectives about the movie. Uh, So I've already, I got my tickets, you know, that they were there. They're out there. You can go buy them. So I'll be seeing it uh, Thursday at uh, 7 PM at my, at my normal theater. So I'm really looking forward to this. I, I hear it's going to be pretty brutal. So,
1: yeah, well, see, it's, that's my theater does not have their pre-sale tickets up yet either, sadly, and I, I don't know why they're waiting so late to. They don't even have *Being the Beast* tickets up, and I'm like, why are you why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, yeah, I need this. Um, so yeah, I don't get to see there, but you know, I, I saw what people thought of it. No, definitely reviews. So I'm gonna gonna kind of play
0: it by ear and and see what's going on there. You can you can you can take this out of it without getting any reviews. Uh, usually. Uh, if they if they kind of release that review embargo so early, it's because the word is pretty good. You know, usually if they're kind of worried about a movie or you know they kind of like, hey, don't let those reviews come out until a couple days for the movie. But I mean, we're a few weeks away from Logan, and they're just like, yeah, go ahead, put it out there. <laughs> we're we're confident that people are gonna like it, so that's that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. I think I, I'm I'm really. I'm really excited. I want to go in, uh, really, really kind of as dark as I can on this, to uh-huh. be honest, because there's so much I don't want to know, and I, I really, the, the less I know, I feel the better it's going to be uh, on uh-huh. this one. Really, really excited for that, as well. So uh, Logan's coming up. Uh, we're, we're excited. I guess that's really all we can say is we are excited for sure. Uh huh. Um. Let's see here. Injustice 2, the video game's coming out. About a video game this week, Halo Wars. But Injustice is the next one I really want. Uh, they've added four characters uh, as of this week uh, Swamp Thing, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and the character Cheetah. All right. <laughs> I think she looks like a Cheetah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I uh, As you know, I've been rewatching, uh, I guess technically maybe watching for the first time, uh, Justice League, the animated series. Cheetah popped up in an episode or two. Uh, Batman, like. Gave her, like, a kiss. It was kind of weird because, like, she's literally, like, a cat person. And, like, that was, like, a bat person. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird for a kid's TV show because, like, Batman was, like, trapped by Lex Luthor. He needed to kind of, like, manipulate his way out of the situation. So he started, like, hitting on Cheetah which was just really bizarre because, like, this is a kid show, man. It's getting a little too sexual, but, so, I don't know. Look out for that if you're watching Justice League.
1: <laughs> well, now that you've mentioned that, you have my attention for sure. <laughs> so, I need to go start watching this show, it sounds like, all this uh, risky business going on over there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so um, those characters are being added, uh, if you like them, uh, even better. So, um, there you we go. We'll, I'll keep you posted if more comes up. Uh-huh. Wonder Woman, we got some news on it. That's good, I think. Uh the Ares is not played by uh the actor David Houston, I think his name. David Houston, actor. Sure. I could I could have <laughs> his name wrong. He was um the it, he was striker in Origins uh-huh. movie. Danny Houston. Danny Houston, there it is. Ha, I had to look it up. I am like it's not David. Um Danny Houston, but uh, do you want to know who the real actor is? Sure. Uh David Dullas. Uh, he played Lupin in the Harry Potter movies.
0: Lupin, Lupin, Harry Potter. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess that's good news. He has, uh, CGI and,
1: uh, uh, practical effects going on there. So, so that's definitely, definitely, uh, cool to, I guess, um, for, for me to hear. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm down.
0: down? Uh, <laughs> I've been talking a lot about Wonder Woman recently with the next news that we, uh, that we have, uh, here on the show, uh. A lot riding on this movie. <laughs> A lot riding on this movie. That's all I have to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, what I heard is they're doing um, previews, I guess, showing it early uh, for people hmm. to see. Uh, like we talked about Guardians last week. So I guess mm-hmm. they feel confident enough for that, right?
0: Yeah, I hope it works out for them. I honestly really hope this movie works out for them. I think I think the, the best that they can hope for realistically is just an unoffensive movie just something kind of middle ground where no one can really dig into it for being just awful but i don't think anyone's going to put this up there in like the top 10 superhero movies of all time so but they, they don't need that <laughs> they don't need a top 10 superhero movie of all time they just need one that's not going to be in the bottom 10 so well i'm, I'm, I'm really
1: glad for. that they've taken on my reviewing system are they offended yes or no uh, <laughs> going forward because that's that's really all i'm shooting for is is for a movie that's not offensive at all mm-hmm so we got that looking forward to uh the batman news mike we talked about this i guess i shared this with you but we didn't really talk about it but um matt reeves has dropped out of directing already
0: man i mean it just goes to show you i don't know if we had maybe if we didn't have as solid news as we thought we did last week or maybe just people are just churning through warner brothers as quickly as that sounds but that's i mean it's not good news i mean Usually, you need uh, you need a, a director attached to make a movie. So, where's the director?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's there's no um, report on why he left, mm-hmm. um, but I, it could be you know um, anything at this point, really.
0: Yeah, it's just it, it makes you it makes you nervous just because when all of the when uh when Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad. When all of that was performing badly, we all had the hope in the back of our heads of, oh, at least Ben Affleck is going to make an awesome Batman movie. And we have had seen track records of solid Batman movies. I mean, we just came off those three Nolan movies that were all acceptable. So we were just like, oh, maybe we'll get the Batman movie and it'll be awesome. But now everything's all shaky. Uh, maybe, Maybe just too many eyes are on it, you know. Maybe just, uh, it's just trying to work its goods in the background, and we're just, uh, our eyes are too close. Maybe we just need to recircle background when they get some stuff stamped and confirmed. But yeah, it does make me a little nervous.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I definitely don't know what to think of it, but I, I think they'll be fine in the long run. Let's. We'll will will be will be nice and hopefully they they do something well with it you know um, uh-huh. just kind of kind of take it and take it in and see what's going on um, that's that's for sure but also on the same on the same note as I'm clicking around here um, Ben Aff- a report came out that Ben Affleck wants out of this movie or cool. that if he cannot get out of this movie uh, the Batman could be his last DC film. What do you think that would do to this whole universe that they're trying to build? How do you think they would do with well, that?
0: I don't know. I guess I will. I will take that as rumor right now, just because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot swirling around Smart. with this movie. Uh, so it, it, I guess we just look at it theoretically. Can this DC universe continue without you know Bruce Wayne as Batman? And I think, I think they could but it's really hard to imagine it with the track record of movies they have right now. You know, like, imagine maybe right after Winter Soldier, Chris Evans just wanted out of the role of Captain America. He just wanted out of there for some reason. I felt like Marvel could have could have put someone else in that mantle and they could have ma- made it work. Um, I feel like you you kind of technically on a storytelling level could put someone else under the cape and cowl just because you know, you could throw like a, a Robin in there or something, you know, put uh, like Dick Grayson in there, you know, people have Put the Batman suit on before so it wouldn't be too hard to believe maybe one of these previous Robins in his past could become Batman and they could play into the idea of like this is an older Batman he's been doing it for years maybe he is finally done with it you know maybe we could portray the death of Batman on screen which is something that we've never seen before so that could be really cool but it's hard to imagine all that cool awesome storytelling stuff happening over at Warner Brothers that just can't even get a good Suicide Squad movie going you know so, uh, I, I I'll so I'll take it as rumor for now, just because there's so much swirling about this movie. But maybe just all of this this uh, dwell and doom will subside if we get kind of some positive reviews out of Wonder Woman. You know, people will start to shift their perception of kind of Warner Brothers. Maybe after we get that.
1: I mean, I'm I'm really hoping so. That's for sure. I mean, uh-huh. I'm I'm really my my goal is not Wonder Woman. My goal is Justice League. Uh-huh. So if I can get to Justice League, I will feel and, and it doesn't you know, offend me as you will. I'll, I'll be, i feel really confident about it. So, so mm-hmm. we'll take a look at that. Uh, Sue, mentioned suicide. Suicide squad two has a weird early director talk. going on <laughs> yeah. there. I don't know how to take it. Uh, but here it is. Mel Gibson is an early talks to direct suicide squad two.
0: So the way I look at this, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about sports, uh, but you know, when you're recruiting players and you can't exactly afford or attract the, the best players on the planet, you, you usually try to find a, a really awesome player that maybe has some sort of like criminal background and no one else wants them, you know, <laughs> like uh, Mel Gibson gotten a lot of trouble with Hollywood. If you're unaware out there uh, of uh, being pulled over for drunk driving and he was recorded basically saying all of these anti-Semitic things, which is already bad in general, but amazingly bad in Hollywood just because there is a whole lot of um, Jewish population kind of, uh, in high roles in Hollywood. So he was kind of, pushed out of this whole town and then somehow crawled his way back in and apparently hacksaw ridge is really good because he directed that so i guess you know suicide squad is circling around mel gibson i guess you know if we kind of detach our feelings about the person kind of like how we do with tom cruise mel gibson is a, a really good director and he's a good actor too i mean he he was he's good at his craft so maybe he can come into suicide squad and make something good you know
1: yeah i i do but at the same time he i'm pretty sure this past summer he went on to say that superhero movies suck and batman v superman
0: is like the worst thing ever so (laughs) well maybe he can come in and make a good one put his money where his mouth is you know
1: yeah uh he definitely could i mean i think that was he used that as a reason to say he doesn't want to do superhero movies it was in september september he's like he doesn't want a big budget superhero movies and called Batman V Superman a piece of shit, if you will.
0: So <laughs> well, may- well, maybe uh, Warner Brothers knocked out his door with like a like a suitcase full of money, and he's like, "Okay, I can change you know my mind now."
1: In this America, anything can happen. So
0: <laughs> let's let's go with that. So
1: Suicide Squad two, it's not been announced, it's not been confirmed, but uh, Mel Gibson's in early talks. Maybe they'll snag him for another movie.
0: At Who the knows? very least, it is very interesting news. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure something that maybe kind of raised my
1: eyebrow. Stop and and and. Make sure I wasn't reading. You know, yeah, something it does. Like,
0: it's like before I saw that headline, I had never wanted to see a sequel to Suicide Squad. But after I read the headline, I was like, maybe I do want to see a sequel to Suicide <laughs> Squad.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's be a, a red box one for sure. Mm-hmm. Now I'll probably see it in theaters. So uh, the other DC movie that we've kind of heard about is Shazam with the the rock starring Black Adam in it. Um, the uh, the director David F. Sandberg is in talks to direct. He's known for an upcoming movie
0: called Lights Out and is. His next movie is Annabelle 2, which happens to be a horror film, Mike. There you go. And I think Lights Out, was that a horror movie or is that something new? There was some sort of like horror short called Lights Out, I think. But either way, oh, yeah, that's it's, what a, you, it's a supernatural horror film. Yeah, that's what you do in this town, man. You just got to direct a good, uh, scary movie, horror movie, and then just. Cross your fingers, sit back in your in your lounge chair and just wait for DC or Marvel to get in touch with you to make a movie. So, Chris, maybe that's what you need to do. You need to go ahead, uh, whip up a horror script, film it and just like get it out there and just sit back and wait. You know, DC is going to need some help. So maybe maybe you'll maybe you'll be on uh, like uh, the Cheetah movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I don't (laughs) want to okay you don't 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 put me in this okay i don't want no part of this <laughs> all right um but so so yeah so that was that's happened uh we'll switch gears a little bit out of the superhero stuff and let's talk about star trek discovery uh, i know we have some star trek fans out there and i, I thought it's interesting the first look at klingons
0: uh-huh. in the
1: upcoming um uh star trek discovery tv show yeah. they, they looked at kind of maybe matched the, the movie version a little bit more than than the uh, the old school TV show what do you think
0: yeah yeah I mean we will while we haven't really had a whole lot of Klingon in the Star Wars movies we've we've had him a little bit uh, I believe with Khan when he was on that sh- that planet right
1: yeah, I, I think so.
0: Yeah, but, uh, I mean, they look cool. I'm kind of more curious what's going to happen with uh, CBS All Access, where they're going to be airing Star Trek Discovery, just because for the longest time, this was the only show I had heard about being on there. But then I've been seeing some billboards around town of, um, I guess they have a really popular show called The Good Wife, and they're doing a spinoff called The Good F- Fight, which I have literally no idea what that means, but that's also going to be on CBS All Access. So it seems like they're putting a lot of effort into this, you know, kind of app based uh, network, uh, uh, some sort of monthly cost. So I'm kind of interested to see what comes out of that, just because, uh, you know, the CBS did try to get superheroes working with Supergirl. So maybe they'll be able to attract another DC property to CBS for this All Access thing. I don't know. But I, th- I think there's a lot to uh, look out there with uh, potential. But um, I don't know. I'm not a big Star Trek uh, TV show guy. I mean, I like I've, I watched some of the movies back when I was a kid. You know, I'm watching the movies now when I'm an adult kid. So maybe the TV show will be awesome. If I hear good things, maybe I'll I'll give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know either. But I mean, the movies have kind of been up and down, um, and and TV's where it got its you know first feed at so. Maybe they've learned some lessons in the past 10, 15 years, and put mm-hmm. something good out there. A trailer we watched today, together, we watched it together, actually, is for an upcoming movie called Colossal. Mm. A- and it's kind of, yeah, honestly, it felt a little bit like the, the TV show Legion meets uh, Pacific Rim. Uh, <laughs> because in it, Anne Hathaway, I guess when she goes to sleep or drinks too much, she or no, when she's drunk, she controls this big monster that's terrorizing Japan.
0: Yeah, I'm not really a hundred percent sure, like what the uh, mechanics are there, but they, there are scenes where you know she's moving, and then they're watching a live feed of the monster in Japan, and the and the monster is moving. So there seems to be some sort of connection. But so what we watched and what's in our show notes here is kind of a combination of trailer two and then right afterwards you can see the first trailer. So uh, what it seems to be, the second trailer gave me more of an idea of maybe this is just more of a storytelling device of, I think this was all based around her getting over like a a boyfriend or an ex or something like that I don't remember all the subtext of the trailer but I have a feeling this is going to be less of like oh a human is attached to a monster you know what's going to happen to the planet I think it's going to be more like it's an allegory for her life or relationships or something like that which could still be cool because this whole trailer has an angle of like being a comedy and being weird and kind of bizarre and Jason Sudeikis is in it and I love Jason Sudeikis and everything so this looks like it could be fun you know it had those film festival badges that popped up at the beginning of the trailer so it's not exactly like a high budget type of movie if they're throwing it into film festivals necessarily so I, it looks fun i'm looking forward to it Hathaway hathaway's cool too so
1: Anne hathaway dan stephen who's actually plays the character legion in legion is in this mm-hmm. uh jason sudeckis tim blake nelson uh, uh who was in the incredible hulk uh mm-hmm. is in this and the music is done by bear mccreary who did battlestar galactica and does agents of shields music
0: well there you go there's some nerd cred in this movie.
1: Yeah, a uh, big big nerd cred to me so I, I don't know it, it may not be definitely a theater goer but I definitely want to check it out and see see what it's up what's what's up with that.
0: Yeah, the only thing I will guess just before we move off of this because I don't know if we'll be talking about this later in the future. Towards the end of the trailer, she kind of has – she puts her dukes up while she's kind of looking off past the camera. So I almost think maybe there's going to be another monster that comes into contention and there's going to be monsters fighting while these two humans are fighting. So that could be kind of fun. So look out for another monster. Yeah, definitely. I mean
1: my guess would probably be her ex-boyfriend
0: yeah something like that something
1: so they bring all the background lastly we're gonna end on the house of mouse Disney news Mike. we got two <laughs> things here first up lion king has got its simba and mufasa cast for the live action movie mm-hmm. coming forward donald glover is simba uh it's yes no, it's no miles morales but he'll do yeah uh,
0: and if it, like so first of all uh that casting announcement will get you excited and then when you hear the second casting announcement you're just like bravo that's perfect
1: And as Mufasa, they're bringing back James Earl Jones, reprising this role from the cartoon movie in the 90s. That's
0: right. I mean, that's the plus of being voice acting. You can just play that role forever. So, I mean, no one really knows 100% what this movie is going to look like just because there's no humans in it to begin with so it's like a little live action but not really it's more like just like a photorealistic Pixar movie kind of going on here uh, so uh, I don't know I mean uh, John Favreau coming back at it I still haven't watched the jungle book yet it's in my Amazon instant queue or I guess Netflix instant queue so I'll give it a shot I know I've been sour on these Disney movies but um, I heard good things about the jungle book I mean Beauty and the Beast looks interesting so I'm still not going to go back and watch those like Huntsman Cinderella garbage I, I don't think those count. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, Disney does make does not make all hits. That's for sure. So um, I definitely I definitely agree with that. So I think that's great news for The Lion King. And lastly, I always forget about this live action Mulan is still coming for us, Mike. <laughs> and they've cast uh, two people. First off, Nikki Caro to direct. I looked her up. I don't know anything she's done off the top of my head. Uh, just kind of real quick. Uh, she's from New Zealand. Um, maybe just kind of looking here. The Zookeeper's wife, I've heard of. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything else. A lot of, lot of um, dramas, uh, if you will. So, so a lot in there. And then actually, Bill Kong, uh, as a producer, he's done Household of Flying Daggers, Hero, and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. So I think they're really trying to know that cultural aspect and stay true to it without offending anybody, of course. Yeah,
0: I think that's going to be a really tight line to walk with Mulan just because uh with the Chinese market being so big right now you're almost kind of making this movie for a Chinese audience right off the bat just inherently with the with the stuff that's in the movie so i feel like they're going to not do a whole lot of western actors in this movie unless they happen to to meet that kind of chinese heritage because i mean you just you can't cast Scarlett Johansson as Mulan you know I'm not saying they would do that but that's that can't happen so I think they're gonna stick to to kind of uh, Asian actors and actresses which is good I think that'll be really cool to kind of see a, a non you know Western cast with a big huge Disney budget I mean Mulan's an awesome Disney movie to begin with so cool um, I, it'll be kind of cool if uh, I don't know if Mushu is gonna be kind of like a comical sidekick again uh, it kind of seems they have comical sidekicks and beauty. And the Beast, so that could be kind of cool. Maybe they bring Eddie Murphy back for that. Uh, but I'm excited for the idea of Mulan. There's lots of cool stuff going on there. I had I have fond memories of m- visiting Mulan's universe in Kingdom Hearts. So I think that's the last time I had anything to do with Mulan. But so this will be interesting. I think it'll make a crap ton of money because it seems like they're going to make a lot of money from China.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I and mean, even then, people. People love the Disney movies here. Uh, Mulan mm-hmm. is, is people like Mulan. I believe my wife watched it recently, like a week ago, because uh, I caught the end of it. So uh, I, I think it's going to be inter- it, it's going to be an, it's going to be an interesting version that I need to yeah, tell.
0: It's going to be a movie that's going to connect two uh, Earth superpowers together. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got
1: they've got to pull it off, and I, I think they can do it. So mm-hmm. good on you, Disney. We made it through our news, Mike, uh, a little longer than usual, but there's a lot of stuff here. I felt like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Talk about. But I mean, I'm always happy to talk to you. If people, you just put up a new webcomic. If people want to see that and find out some more of your stuff, I can do that for you.
0: Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram. And you can read my webcomics, as Chris said, at pickledcomics.com. Chris, you always got so much going on. I mean, you're getting rear-ended by cops. That's already more exciting than my life. So if people want to people want to see what's going on in your life, where can they follow you?
1: Yeah, you can find me uh, at Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, also on uh, ComicUI.com and uh, my other podcast, Film Side Chats. If you want to listen to stuff about that, we have, again, it's bi-weekly, so we don't have one this week, but hopefully by next week we'll have another one up for you so that's it um i'm also thinking i got some more new star wars star wars pc game codes mike Uh, um think about giving those out so if you guys want some star wars game codes message us comment stuff i'll just send them out until they're gone because i have a bunch of duplicates so um if not i'll bring it up again next week oh well rad and as always where can people find us mike this might be their first superhero slate where else can they they see us
0: well please visit superhero slate.com to find all the places that we host our show and all of our awesome show notes because we talked about a lot of concept art we talked about a a, a trailer in there so there's a lot of stuff to look at so go check us out at superheroeslate.com to see all of those things Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr you can get us right in your email inbox you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter follow us on Instagram and you can pick up some Superhero Slate merch at superheroeslate.com if you're a fan of the show please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen to the show that's really awesome, helps us getting some fresh earlobes and we love seeing the comments on youtube and on facebook we really love that and if you're a super fan of the show all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy and we will be here every week bam i nailed it yes you get it, you get it every <laughs>
1: week and mostly because i kind of just zone out for a minute or two until you're done and like he, he said everything so uh, it, we got we got we're in all the places uh, that, yeah. that you could ever want to listen to us so Thanks for that. Thanks for this week, Mike. Uh, I guess we just have a regular... One more week? Is it only one more week? And then we have a Logan spoiler cast coming up? Is that Eh, right? I'm not sure.
0: It's coming up soon. We'll eventually
1: get there. So, oh well. (laughs) So I guess we'll... I'll I'll catch you next week and everybody else, too.
0: Alright, goodbye. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe!
1: Alright, I will find find somewhere to use that. (laughs)